Hey everybody, it is time to get back into the horror discussions here on Hit Rewind. I'm Michael, Kersey's on the other side. Hey, how's it going? Looks like we're kind of going back to our roots a little on this one. I don't know. Eh. Oh, you mean like the trashy stuff? Yeah, this is definitely straight to VHS, sleazy kind of thing. I thought you meant like me being awkward at the beginning and not knowing what to say. <laughs> no, that's normal. That's our yes. usual. That's that's my persona. Um, Captain Awkward here. Um, so, yeah, we're going to be doing the De- Dennis Double Feature, and it just got re-released uh, on Blu-ray, like special edition from the Vestron Collectors series. And sometimes I got to wonder what they're doing. <laughs> Looking at their catalog, I'm like, really? The dentist that was high on your list? Okay. Hey, man, people are clamoring. You don't even understand how many people are clamoring for these classics. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, I mean, there's... Uh, Brian Brian Yuzna at his best. Well, Brian Yuzna does have a built-in cult following. You know, I mean, he's responsible for the reanimators and uh, society and... uh, What was it? That fourth uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night. All of these, that's odd. I think all of these have been released by... Was it... it, uh, Did he do Dagon or was that Stuart Gordon? Uh, you know, they're so intricately linked, those two. Yeah, it's hard to remember. Yuzna has that that company in uh, Spain called, I think, Filmfax or something like that, or Filmex, where, and he would produce a lot of the, the movies that Stuart Gordon would do before and after his, like, big break. Because, you know, there was the, uh, the years that he spent with, like, Charles Band with his Full Moon and Empire... And then there was a couple... He literally did a Disney movie in 98. So his career was weird. And rest in peace because he was a very unique director. So is Yuzna. I think Yuzna is more interested in the gore. Like his stuff seems a little bit stranger. Um, And I kind of wish that he had dived more into that with these movies. Like it seems like he's holding back. Yeah, I mean, that could be a budget reason. It could be studio interference. Who knows? I mean, like, with a movie like this, I, I doubt the studio even knew what he was doing. But Maybe, yeah. Well, also, you know, you're talking Corbin Burnson was a TV guy. He had a couple hits in the theater, but by this point, his career had kind of dried up. So I can see maybe if he balked at too much gore. But by the second one, though, it seems like he's relaxed and he's now into the performance. I think the second one's way better than the first one. Yeah, it, it, it's debatable, but we can get into that. Well, so what I don't like about the first one is that it seems just more like like the, the, the dentist from hell, like that kind of thriller, like main, more for like the mainstream audience, maybe something they would sell to you know, like USA or something or, or Lifetime Channel. It didn't seem that uh, dark, except for like halfway through he starts to hallucinate and he sees like the horrific imagery. Right, it has that glow uh, to the movie that kind of feels like a Hallmark or yeah. like a softcore porno. I don't know how yeah. else to explain it. Well, yeah, it's like a fog filter or it's low quality yeah. f- print. Like, you ever notice that, excuse me, like when you watch 80s Italian films or like, you know, Filipino stuff, their film quality, the stock, always seems like it's blurry and soft focus. Yeah. That's what this looks like. And. Um, I was actually kind of surprised the budget was $2 million for both of them because really nothing happens. Like, um, yeah. you know, like it's just all one set, basically. And, and there's no really big stars in this at the time. And, and I was just kind of like, okay, this is weird. 
in terms of like kind of practical effects with the like the shots of inside the mouths and stuff that does actually looks really cool and, yeah. and very visceral it had me like just tensed up and coiled up when he would be like poking around in people's mouths yeah it's if you look at the credits especially in the first one there's like five different special effects teams doing different things and I'm guaranteeing you, they had to build oversized mouths in order to get those effects. Like yes. you're talking massive mouths or whatever, and get the camera in there. Oh, watching. Right, you can't get the yeah, you can't get the camera behind there unless it's massive. Oh, God, the teeth being just shredded apart. Oh my God. I mean, I think most of us fear the dentist. Anybody who gets off on the dentist is is like, okay, that's odd. <laughs> yeah, if you're, unless you're like Bill Murray from Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah, know, yeah. There's no one that's like clamoring to see the dentist. I mean, like needle shots and grinding your teeth up and, and, and like removing pulp. And you never know what they hit because you're numb. But you always get this feeling. You ever get this feeling when you're with a dentist where like, uh-oh. And then like his assistant's like, uh, would you like this thing that you weren't expecting to help stop whatever is <laughs> happening now? <laughs> yeah, I was at the dentist uh, a couple weeks ago and just like the sound of the script. They didn't warn me they were going from like poking to scraping my teeth they were just kind of checking my gums and then suddenly this ungodly screech of that metal on my tooth just like i had i literally jumped in the dentist like are you okay i was like you didn't tell me that you were gonna do that that freaked me out i love it when they're like this would just be a little pinch no it fucking isn't no it isn't and they don't tell you that it's gonna be more than one little pinch you got like 10 like okay are you done with the novocaine already jesus yeah it's yes, like, oh, your gums. It's like, oh yeah, your gums are bleeding. It's like, yeah, you you're poking at them with a metal with a, a metal sharp metal stick. What do you think is gonna happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, your gums are bleeding. No kidding, really. <laughs> yeah. Wait. So but anyway, that, that's that's basically like the premise of this movie is sort of that innate fear of the dentist or anxiety about going to the dentist, and it, it basically just plays on that. Yeah, but it goes and in those, extra. Those are the, the, the best parts are, are are those moments. The whole thing surrounding him and his wife is not that interesting. No, not really. It's just they want to give an explanation to why he was a good dentist, and now he's not. And it turns out he was just kind of crazy the whole time. It's just this pushed yeah, him over the edge. always a prick. <laughs> I kind of would be more interested if he was just like some weird drifter who kept assuming the identities of other dentists or whatever, and he just got off on it. Like, he didn't want to be a good dentist. He liked to cause pain. <laughs> yeah. The, uh... Yeah, so... Okay. Yeah, there's not... Sorry, go ahead. Um, what I was going to say, it's just like one of those things where they really tapped into, and I don't recall really any movie capitalizing on the fear of dentistry. Yeah, I, like I said, Little Shop of Horrors, but that's about it. I can't really think of many. Yeah, but that plays it for jokes, like macabre right. jokes, but yeah. Um, I remember, I had knew, I had known about this movie, and I think both of them had been out by this point, because um, HBO back in the day, they would pay big bucks for direct-to-video premieres before they ever actually hit video, but that's what they're always designed for. Friday night was action, Saturday night was horror, and I remember they were pushing The Dentist 2, and I was like, what the fuck is The Dentist 1? I, how do I not know about this? And like, they're like, The Dentist 2, he's back. I'm like, but uh, it was brought up at a dentist appointment, and he was asking me about the movie. I was like, oh, yeah, I know about it. He goes, did you see it? I go, no. And he goes, it's hilarious. I go, it's a comedy? And he goes, no, no, it's just so horrifically stupid. And I was like, okay. But then halfway through the appointment, him and his assistant were having a severe argument I didn't realize that it was husband and wife, and they're having an argument in my mouth. Like, you know oh, what I mean? Like, boy. they're getting their anger out on my mouth while they're arguing at each other. Uh, yeah, that was horrifying. Uh, 
See, like, make that into a movie. Yeah, I just would be like, Gert. Actually, no, that, that actually did happen, didn't it? In, in uh, Dentist 2, right? Uh, I can't remember now. I know there's a yeah, point. There, yeah, there was a scene where he, like, where he saw the his love interest with another guy, and that brought back all those horrible memories from Dentist 1. And then he's, like, working on a patient. And this is actually, like, this is probably my favorite scene in the movie. He was working on a patient, and then he's, like, like it, being, like, really passive-aggressive and angry, and then, like, going on to, like, full-blown, just, like, aggressive towards her, towards his love interest, uh-huh. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. at the same time performing dentistry on this woman, and she's, like, the, the patient is, like, agreeing with him the whole time just so that he won't, like, hurt her. The, uh... I mean, it sounds horrible, but it was very funny. The the first movie when he starts losing it and he just like disintegrates that molar and she's like Doctor, can I see you in the other? if I ever hear anybody at the dentist office say that from now on I'm gonna worst the I'm just gonna assume the worst possible. <laughs> oh yeah. great, I have my mouth. Yeah, his staff put up with a lot of bullshit. Yeah, so the lady in the first movie, the tough one, he ends up killing. Well, he kills everybody basically, but the tough one who yeah. stands up to him, uh, she's from my hometown. Her name's Molly Hagen. Oh cool. Yeah. Um. I want to say, like, the first one, there, there is a slower buildup, and I kind of like the fact that we already know where he will go in the second movie. Like, there's no, like, hey, origin story, you know, bullshit. You know, I, I prefer not to have that. Yeah, I think what I think what I enjoyed more about the first one, A, is just, like, how silly it looks. Uh, like, it, it's very much, like I said, it, it's, like, low-rent porno or uh or um hallmark movie kind of vibes to it but yeah. it's like hard rated r version of that movie which kind of makes it almost a parody of itself which i i enjoyed that but on a second viewing i think it would be incredibly boring to watch i wonder um, if those I, sets I, were used for porn really i wonder <laughs> that's all i got i wonder if those uh sets were used for porn when they weren't being made in the i would not part. be surprised i mean there's literally like she's banging the pool boy like it literally is acting like a porno but anyway regardless um I, another thing that i enjoyed about it i think was there was a little more variety in what was happening so like is like releasing anger or being violent or even like sexual fantasies. Like I felt like there was a little, there was a, a little, little bit different with each person. And there's kind of this progressive, like he's escalating and he's going to take it out on this, on this girl. And we don't know even like what, what he's going to do to this girl. And it kind of, it kind of adds some tension to it that I felt was, was kind of missing from the second one. Were you shocked um, to see Mark Ruffalo, a young baby face Mark Ruffalo? Yeah, like holy the, shit. Yeah. <laughs> but you see from, like, get-go, oh, this low-budget movie, he's still giving a good performance. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a reason he probably rose to the ranks. He was giving it his all. The uh, the second one takes place in a whole different town because he's this... How did, oh, yeah, he got arrested at the end of the first one, right? He didn't really get severely right, yeah. hurt. Yeah, so he just gets arrested. And in the second one, he escapes uh, from the mental hospital and runs away to another town. What I thought was interesting is I thought they were going to ditch the wife aspect. I kind of like the fact that she was still hunting his ass. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was great. And when the first movie, I don't know if it was all imaginary. Didn't it seem like he completely fucked up her face? But in the second one, it's just that he cut out her tongue. I, to be honest, I do not remember. I waited too long in between viewings that I forgot 
Okay. I forgot she. I thought he killed her like outright. So I, I totally forgot that happened. Yeah, it's just point. weird because in, in the first movie, you know, it looks like he mutilates her whole face, but also he keeps seeing things that aren't there and hallucinating. And, right. And, yeah. Um, you know, at first it's like. So I get it's more realistic if I guess if in the first one when it's like oh if you're gonna kill somebody all he does is like put a needle in the the artery or whatever and injects it with air, you know that's not a big like dynamic death but you know it works or he just slams someone's head into the wall stuff like that or when yeah. he sees the imagery of the teeth they're just black but then they get kind of crazy in the second one like razor blade mouths and, and just the gore is a little bit more splashy. Yeah, the uh, the cockroach. Uh under the teeth or something like that it was yeah, really creepy yeah. um also i just wanted to say that like the the cover of the film or the poster or whatever is one of the best posters that i've ever seen like as a kid i remember like walking like in, in blockbuster seeing that vhs tape and just being like mesmerized by it like my mind is going crazy like oh my god what's happening in this movie like it's it's just like this jagged metal that looks like teeth it's so cool um, actually watching it, it, not, it didn't go exactly what I thought it was going to happen. Yeah. Well, and I think... I thought there was going to be, like, like he was going to make, like, monsters out of people or something. Oh, wow, yeah, like, he, just his perfect creations. Um, like, yeah. Uh, the, the human centipede, but with mouths. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, he, I think he dives more into the character's, uh, personality, like, his tics and obsessions or whatever. I, I really enjoyed his performance in the second one. It didn't seem so generic. Like the first one, he's just yelling a lot and, and really aggressive. Yeah, this one, yeah. he seems to be lost in his own little world. He cannot get out. Yeah, there's there's definitely kind of added stakes to this. Um, he's being hunted, so the people like trying to find him. Um, he's trying to cope with everything that happened because <clears throat> he's actually presented as a real person in this movie. Yeah, despite like he he is like he is insane. But, like, he doesn't want to be. And so there's kind of that, like, push and pull that they kind of do, which doesn't always work. Um, but it, it was more interesting than just him yelling at people for no reason. Yeah, well, it's like, and he doesn't want to be a dentist. He ran away from all that. He just ended up killing the guy out of just, like, a weird, you know, like, circumstance. It's not like what he was with Stepfather. Remember, Stepfather, he just literally just go family to family to family to family. He has no interest in really stopping himself until he finds a perfect family. The dentist doesn't want to be a murderer. He just can't seem to control himself. Yeah, and going to a small town with a terrible dentist, feeling like, you know, he has to fulfill that role because everyone hates the dentist there that's there anyway. And so he has, like, the sense of, you know, professionalism and proficiency that people want from him. Yeah. And so it kind of pulls him back into that. Well, and his Which OCD... Is, it's, it's silly on its surface, but it does work for a movie. Yeah, and his OCD with, like, other people's teeth, his obsession with them and creating a perfect mouth is really interesting, too. Yeah. Um, and other than that, I really can't say anything. I got the movies dirt cheap. Like, the, the physical copies are, like, eight bucks if you demand physical copies. I think I got a two for five or something. <laughs> so you, you can really watch cheap. both of them for free on Tubi. Oh, uh, they, well, they, they, they save myself. By now, I don't know. Yeah, but, but I hate it. I, watch them. I hate those fucking commercials, man. It's the same five commercials over and over and over. So I would, I, and I was, I'm honestly shocked that I can't pay to have no ads. I, I, I was go, I wanted to, I still want to. I wish they had that option. Yeah, Tubi has like the best catalog. Tubi feels like that one video store that wasn't Blockbuster, wasn't Hollywood Video, and they had a much deeper catalog of like obscure stuff. Yeah. That's what it feels like. Right. Yeah, it, it's always fun to just scroll through there because, like, with Netflix, you know what you're gonna get. 
uh, with HBO Max, you know what you're gonna get. You don't know what the fuck you're gonna get with Tubi. Yeah, well, you might I think... get some like some like grade A fantastic stuff and like bottom below the bargain bin stuff. So what I think Tubi's model is is they don't outright buy much of anything. They'll slap their name on something like low rent, like Dark sh- or Shark Side of the Moon or something like that. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, I think they have a deal with these companies say hey you can put your movie on here and we just split the commercial revenue and that's it i don't think there's like a a pay model because they can't divide up those that money correctly i don't i'm not sure yeah it would shock me i don't know yeah okay well that is it for this episode we have another one uh coming up right after this where we talk about the first three prophecy movies so we will see you later or whatever you know what i mean hear you later you'll hear us later god i'm incompetent (laughs) Bye.